Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. gonna pick up your microphone i always wait till you're done welcome to all things internet a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet and emily tries her best to fact check and research whatever she thinks is relevant i'm one of your hosts rachel ballinger i'm emily brostaff the other host and this is all things internet <laughs> uh, in the corner uh today we have blaze on top of our friend <laughs> dylan with joy just on the floor um we just recorded a rachel uncensored with dylan actually where he talked about uh his experiences being a manager at a rental car place and things are a little more hectic than you'd think it was really good yeah that goes up uh wednesday on this podcast channel on youtube but um it's a different listening channel emily's just laughing at blaze he's obsessed with dylan because dylan has a beard and blaze (laughs) loves all men with beards he blaze loves women and men with beards Okay, I can get down with that. If you're, men, if you're a man without a beard, it's going to take a little, a little <laughs> bit uh, of persuasion to get Blaze's heart. But he's so happy right now. Anyway, how you doing, Em? I'm doing good. How about you? Oh, we no, a- that was a lie. Oh, I just cussed. Sorry, wrong <laughs> podcast. Literally just filmed uncensored. Sorry. Oh, man, I'm editing this tomorrow. Yeah. Stop it. Okay, so uh, we had a bad day. We had a bad day. Um, Would you like to go first? Yeah. So Emily came home, <laughs> ruined everything. <laughs> Uh, Emily's been out of town for the last week. Yeah. So I have been hibernating in my garage, just renovating my passion. Yeah. It's the only time I hyperfixate is when I'm doing construction or yeah. building something. Um, but Emily got back last night, picked her up from the airport. Girl was at departures waiting for me, <laughs> not arrivals. She was like, where are you? I'm like, I'm standing right here. She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm outside. I was like, what? never mind. It was a whole thing. Picked her up, got her home. Midnight. It was fine. Got home at 1230. Mm-hmm whatever yeah um woke up this morning thousand percent pmsing i hated everything everyone except abby which was fine and then um em calls me and she goes can i bring daisy to work and i was like (laughs) no just flat out said no i was like i don't want to deal with it because when you have three three massive dogs and a little dog it's too much it's just too much energy and she does whine she whines when we do things she has to be next to emily has to um and if she's not she whines and complains and not fun for me so I was like no and Emily's like "Mm, I'm gonna bring her anyway and I was like (laughs) okay I'm not happy about it then a half hour later Emily calls me again hi my car won't start and I was like okay I will come jump it I I come to jump I throw I I show up in my truck because it has a battery to jump things with you can't jump things with a Tesla and uh I show up at the truck and I I pull up close to her car but her car is parked into a spot (laughs) So I get out, I park the truck where I think it needs to be. I put my phone and my vlogging camera um, on the wheel of my truck because I know I'm about to pop my hood. So I put it on the wheel and um, I, I tell her, throw it in neutral so I can push your car out. <laughs> and she's like, okay, it's ready, go. I start pushing, this thing's not budging. <laughs> I, one, also pulled out my, pulled my back three days ago, <laughs> yeah. putting in flooring, and I decided to work through the pain. <laughs> um, so... Blaze is still making out with Dylan and Joy is dying on the floor. Um, so I'm trying to push this freaking car and it's not budging. And I was like, Emily, hop out and help me push. She goes, oh, I was pressing on the brake. Does that do anything? 
didn't realize. I'm trying to push your car, and you're using the. F- no, I can't. I'm no. <laughs> I immediately. I'm again PMSing. I am. I think a very chill, nice human. I'm sarcastic and I set my boundaries, but I'm a normal day. Yeah. Kind of just go with the flow. Like, I just go, you're stupid, but okay. Yeah. PMS me is, no, I don't have it. So I was like, I hate you. Stop. So immediately takes her foot off the the brake and I push the car with ease. Car goes flying. And I was like, yeah. Car just whoop. I realize my truck isn't close enough. So I get in my car. I get my truck to reposition it. And I hear something crunch. And I was like, must have been a water bottle. I get out of the car. Nope, it was my vlogging camera. I smashed it. I ran over my vlogging camera and my cell phone. But somehow that one was fine. Um, and then I picked up the vlogging camera. And because it's glass, it's made of glass, I sliced my hand open and got glass in my finger. Um, Emily weirdly had tweezers with her. So she, we got it out. And then uh, we jump-started her car. And I was like, hey, you have to go get a new battery. And she's like, cute, no. <laughs> So in the back of my head, I was like, this human, bad word, is going to make me jump her car again when it won't start later today. Yeppers. <laughs> so great. I throw her dog in my truck for some reason. I don't know. We drive here. Yeah. Uh, we start. I immediately am in a bad mood. And she goes, how about instead of recording ATI, we work on the garage. Yeah. I was like, sounds good. So we start working on the garage, having a grand old day. My period starts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to go. My cramps hit, my period started. I run into the bedroom. I get into the bed- bedroom where little dog has been h- hidden away all day because I had closed the door on her and I forgot to take her out for like four, <laughs> six hours. Who knows? My bad. Abby was off working. Um, she had pooped all over my carpet. So I'm dying of cramps. I need to put a flex in, but there's dog poop all over my crown. <laughs> I don't know what to do. So I deal with the dog poop first because the smell is overtaking my existence. <laughs> So I pick up dog poop and then like I, I spray the carpet to let it soak. Go put a flex in. Take four Midol because I'm not messing around. I do not <laughs> recommend. It makes you jittery and it's not good for your health. But gosh darn it, I did not have time for cramps. They didn't really hit that hard. No. But uh, then I cleaned up the dog poop for real. Then I had to clean the carpet cleaner because I was not going to let dog poop residue be in that. Um. I go back out to the garage and then we were like, oh, we haven't done ATI yet. And then Joy and Dylan come over. <laughs> we were like, well, we're not doing it now. So then we filmed. Uh, and then we were about to film Uncensored. I walk back into the bedroom. <laughs> Little dog had puked all over the bed. <laughs> it's just been a really good day. It's been a great. I forgot to change the laundry. My sheets are in the wash. And then he, Joy, I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're gorgeous. <clears throat> yep. And that's why you have friends. So you change I'm your I'm also laundry. on my period. So also, Emily is super sensitive when she's on her period. Yeah. And I'm, um, I get sensitive in my relationship, but with everyone else, I just get real no, no patience. Sassy? Mm-hmm. I would use a bad word, but this is not uncensored. I'm aware of this. <laughs> so there's just like two days of the month where I'm sobbing and you're just like, get over it. <laughs> So that's a really good combo. And my dog threw up paper towel this morning. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Daisy's. Yeah. She threw up plastic bag and paper towel this morning because she was at a Oh, no. She pooped it out, too. Oh, it wasn't throw up. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she pooped it out. And I like, yeah. So, so yeah. Um, so, I know my wine was having issues is because um, I was like, give her raw egg last night. 
because my dogs uh, eat raw egg all the time and i was like give her raw egg because i was on facetime with abby as she was making her dinner because i was going to pick you up from the airport and uh she was like i usually scramble it i was like give it to her raw don't put no. in the effort yeah that no. was my bad that was my uh bad when dogs have upset tummies i can't be mad at them oh no it's not their no, fault no it's never their fault and yeah. they they don't understand where to go snoop has trained himself to go puke outside that's really considerate i know blaze tries to aim for the carpet this <laughs> Always oh, fluffy and feels good. I think why dogs always like if you have hardwood but a little bit of carpet, when they like have diarrhea or something, they li- or like throwing up, they like traction. Oh, that's a good point. Like I realized she like pooped on the carpet because it's hardwood everywhere else, and I'm like slipping and sliding. Yeah, she don't want sli- when you're mm. going. You want a sturdy, solid stance, right? So you're you don't want to slip and slide. Oh, that's smart. And so I'm like, listen, I can't be mad at them. Yeah, I really can't. Yeah, you can't like they're too cute. Yeah, but also like they they can't like she can't get out of the room. She when tried she, her she, darndest. She tried her dar- <laughs> She doesn't know what's going on. They probably don't think, oh, I'm about to throw up. They're like, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> right. Like, I can't be mad at them. Yeah. So we didn't have great days, but the yeah. office does look great. It looks really good. I think, yeah, Mon- by oh, I don't know if next episode will be in that room or not. All right, all right. In two weeks, you will see it on the ne- on that podcast. Yeah, you'll we see have, the room. It's a it's a recording studio. Like, yeah, we have a filming recording studio. Yeah. but uh, you'll see it in vlogs, and I don't know main channel yet, but uh, you'll definitely see it in vlogs soon. Yeah. All right, I've just ranted for um about nine minutes. So, <laughs> do you have anything else to add? Nope. All right, great, Joy. Thank you again for doing that laundry. And uh, before we move on to the actual show, let's check to see if we have any sponsors for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back. Hit me with some news. All right, so big news from over the weekend. The When We Were Young Emo Music Festival that was taking place in Las Vegas got canceled an hour before the gates were supposed to open. Because it was too windy. Because it was too windy. Um, no, okay. it's real. People couldn't land what? in Vegas. Yeah, Kim Kardashian was trying to land for her birthday party on her private jet and couldn't. And she had to Well, I get like flights, but like if people are already there, why are you canceling? Because it was literally too windy. I just, maybe I just can't picture that. Things would blow over. People would blow over. I mean, that's kind of metal. It's on theme. Emo music festival. Not if like lights fall off on the stage and hit an artist or a fan. Cut my life in. Sorry. All right. Anyway, (laughs) I, it really sucks. And I, I feel for everyone that was there and wanted to yeah. participate. Like, I understand going to f- music festivals. You guys wanted to go? Oh, Ooh. Joy was supposed to go. Well, I, I feel bad that everyone who, like, traveled there. Yeah. And paid for hotels and yeah. paid for flights and car transportation, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it got canceled. Like, I really, that sucks. But 
I, I'm glad to see a, a festival taking such safety precautions, especially what has happened in the past. Yeah, well, like, they were getting, like, this whole cancellation was getting compared to Fire Festival, which was a bit dramatic. Like, Fire Festival, no. people were literally stranded on an island with no food. They were doing the opposite. They were making sure people weren't hurt. Like, yeah. it sucks, but, like, yeah, it, it gets windy there. Yeah, yeah, again, I, I just think I can't picture it. But, yeah, people were really, like, mad because they, like, a lot of, like, more than half of the people flew in for this. It was this. a big thing. Yeah, so they were only returning the ticket price. When but really not the flight. In the hotel and the rental but cars. But also only if you bought it through their website. Ooh. A lot of people buy on StubHub, SeatGeek, yeah. through Friends, whatever. Right. Like, because we had Life is Beautiful tickets. And I was like, man, why couldn't that have happened? Because we didn't end up going. Yeah. And um, so, and I couldn't sell those tickets. But I was like, man, I wish that had happened for us so I could get my refund on those tickets. Right. But then I was like, that would have sucked if I had sold them to someone else and it happened. I would have oh. gotten refunded, but they wouldn't have. Oh. So the people that secondhand sold, they got their refund, <gasps> but the people who bought from them didn't. So they got double money. Oh, that's so crappy. I would hope they would pass it along. No, they're not going to. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to, especially if it's like through StubHub, SeatGeek. Right. SeatFinder, any whatever those are. Right. Well, the like good news out of this whole thing is a lot of the artists ended up performing for free in other places around LA or Las Vegas. Oh, that's on, cool. On Saturday, yeah. So, um, let's yeah, they see. were there to perform. Yeah, they were just a, they were just as disappointed too. Yeah, like, I feel like it was a lot of bands. I remember seeing the lineup and being impressed, and the lineup for next year came out and it looks really Ooh. dope. Yeah, because this year it was Paramore, My Chemical Romance, Avril Lavigne, and Jimmy Eat World were like the big ones. Yeah, and I I feel like they don't perform that much anymore. No, so uh, they were like, they were gearing up to perform. They mm -hmm. wanted to perform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well that's really cool that they did yeah. that then. So like All American Rejects uh, treated their fans to a free show at Soul Belly Barbecue in downtown Las Vegas. Um, the Strat hosted a free show for Hawthorne Heights, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, and Armor for Sleep. And like this happened all over yeah. Las Vegas. I mean, it really sucks because cool. you can't go see everyone that you wanted to see that's the thing with festivals yeah. you can hop stage hop yes but that's cool like die hard people who really wanted to see jimmy Eat world or whatever right who follow their instagram and stuff yeah got to see where they were performing and yeah go see it that's cool yeah so a little bit of good news in there all right. um all right so james corden is in, oh i saw this yeah he's in the hot seat this week after misbehaving at a restaurant in new york um, so James corden is the one that does carpool karaoke and then he also has a talk show called the late late show and him and his wife visited New York's, one of New York's most famous bistros called Balthazar. And apparently after treating the wait staff so poorly, the owner, Keith McNally, um, went on Instagram and publicly announced that James was officially banned from stepping foot on his property ever again. He, this isn't the first time he's been accused of treating people poorly, mm -hmm. uh, wait staff especially. Yeah. Well, that's what I don't understand is like how in this day and age where everything is recorded and everyone they're narcissists they don't understand what they're doing is wrong there's no like how because you have to know what you're doing is wrong because he doesn't act like that on a show yeah that's gonna say you because entitlement privilege they're in they mm. feel entitled like well i'm supposed to like i'm so rich and famous and hilarious and charming that you're supposed to do whatever i want and if you don't you're wrong oh yeah Okay. Yeah, because um, Keith, the owner, went on Instagram and said James, he went in, he didn't care. He said James Corden is a hugely gifted comedian, but a tiny cretin of a man and the most abusive customer to my Balthasar server since the restaurant opened 25 years ago. And then he basically like listed all the things James did. And just to like sum it up, apparently his wife ordered 
a yolk omelet, a egg yolk omelet, and James spotted a little bit of egg white in her egg yolk omelet. And so he like sent it back to the kitchen and basically said like, y'all are need to redo this and for free. And so they did. And but when they brought it back out, she had ordered it with a side salad, but they accidentally sent it back out with home fries. And that's when he just like lost it and was like scr- like verbally like screaming loudly at the wait staff, basically saying like, you don't know how to do your job. I should just come back there and do it for you. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, dude, just be like, hey, we actually ordered a salad with it. Do you mind bringing one out? Yep. And then he demanded like free drinks because he was basically like, you've ruined our eating experience. And so they gave him like free. They gave well, the wait staff gave them free champagne to make like high end champagne to make up for it. And he was still just nasty the entire time. Yeah. No, stop. You suck. Yeah. And so after the owner posted all of this on Instagram, uh, James basically called him and said, you know, well, according to Keith, the owner, he said that James called him and apologized profusely. And so then Keith went back on Instagram and said, you know, we all make mistakes. I've had my fair share of like, you know, yeah. mess ups in my life. So I'm going to forgive him. He's welcome back. Like, you know, you, you guys can stop hating on him now. Well, then literally like two days after that, maybe even just a day after that, James did an interview with um, who was it? The New York Times. And he said he did nothing wrong that, what? yeah, he, he completely flipped and said he did nothing wrong on any level, um, that he wasn't abusive to the servers, that he didn't do it. It's all made up, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, the owner sees this and is like, all right, well, F you. And then goes yeah. back on Instagram and is basically like, he is never allowed to step foot in my establishment again. Like, what is this? Like, it's just this whole drama. And it's so just. Just be a good, just be nice. It's like, literally, it's not hard to be a good person. It's really not. Stop it. Just stop being a poopy face. All of you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. So we're right. I'm sure there will be a follow up next week, but that's it for now. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you ever watch? No. Okay. Well, um, (laughs) there's there's a TikTok account and it's at Knucklebump Farms. Um, and she has 2.5, two, I cannot talk tonight. She has 2.4 million followers and it's this girl and her name's Taylor and she works on a farm and she basically shows what farm life is like, but she got really like her, her videos went viral because she sets her phone up on like the farm fence or the back of a tractor. And the animal keep walking. I have yes. seen her. Yes. Yeah. And so the, the one that got her famous is Emmanuel, the emu. He's, yes. he's almost in every single video and he's always walking in front of the phone or like stealing it and running away or knocking it over. And everyone is just like in love with this emu. So yeah. now she tries to include him in every video. Well, she just tweeted out that her whole farm got infected with avian flu <gasps> and that Emmanuel's like, you know, fighting for his life and they're doing everything they can to you know keep him alive. Well, while she's posting all this like really sweet, sentimental stuff about Emmanuel and all of the posts, she's like holding him and coddling him and kissing him. And like, you know, he's in her lap and, you know, she's a a concerned owner taking care of her pet, exactly how we would with ours. But all of these like infectious disease doctors are coming forward and being like, you're going to cause something big. Like when he, all these people are saying that when farmers have avian flu infect their farm, it is like standard protocol to put down all of the animals immediately because it's so contagious and so dangerous. And so she's posting these photos and these videos of her literally kissing this infected bird on the head. And they're like, you have no idea the potential damage you're doing. Like, not only are you getting that into your body and potentially spreading it, like, to other animals around your farm, but if you have visitors come or, like, 
or if you leave. Yeah. And so they're like urging her to stop. And she basically came forward and she was like, well, I'm like quarantining myself right now. And I'm like sanitizing and showering. And they're basically like, it that does doesn't not do. matter. We just went through. We're still throwing through COVID. We've learned nothing about spreading diseases. I know. Yeah. So from what I read, and this is from what I read. Okay. Um, from what I read, it said that they don't know how easily it can hop from person to person that gets it. Okay. So this could like not be the start of the next pandemic or whatever, but it's still like she can definitely get it and give it to her other animals. And yeah. there is a potential she could give it to other people. And they give it to the other animals. I understand her wanting to like be there and I know. you know, she doesn't want to put down her animal. I don't, I don't blame yeah. her for that, but like spreading it. Right. Relax. And they're, they're, they're basically like, well, even if, if you're not willing to put him down, like at least wear a mask. And she's like, well, I can't. He gets scared with masks. And so they're, they're just like, okay, you do you. Like at this point, like, you know. So one of That's the how Joy would go. <laughs> that's how if Daisy were sick and someone was like, don't kiss her, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> like I'd be in the kennel with her. Um, <laughs> but, kiss her more. Yeah. But one of the infectious disease doctors said Blake's attempts to save Emmanuel Emmanuel are unforgivably selfish due to the extremely contagious nature of this virus. This virus is highly contagious within poultry and can be spread by wild birds that stop by Emmanuel's farm. Oh, so they're basically saying <gasps> uh, when wild birds come in and land because she's not putting him down, that these birds could fly other places and infect other people's farms and infect wild birds. And yeah, she's like, you're not being responsible to like the general public and like the environment. And can she like put him in like a little farmhouse for a little bit till he's better? I would. I don't know. So. That's it's it's hard. like an impossible that's situation because that's like her baby, yeah. like, you know, and so it's just a crappy situation. All right. Well, before we move on to the next news <laughs> story, that was just a downer. Let's <laughs> check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. We're back. <laughs> okay. This one is also a downer, but then we have yeah. positive news. Yeah. Give me my positive moment after this. Okay. So they're one of the most popular Twitch streamers in the world. Her name is Caitlin. I'm going to butcher this. Sierra Gusa. Um, wow. The um, top streamer is a girl? Yes. Yes. On Twitch. Congrats. Um, love that. Right. Well. Mm. Okay. No. So, stop it. <laughs> got a little Do better. excited. <laughs> yeah, Do um, better. So she's her online. She's known as Amaranth. And she came forward last week to reveal that she's basically stuck in this horrible, toxic, abusive relationship. Um, she has over 5.9 million followers on Twitch, and she's also an adult performer on OnlyFans. And during a Twitch live stream on Sunday, she revealed how she's been married this entire time. The entire internet thought she was single, and her husband did that on purpose because he wanted to sell more on OnlyFans. Oh, and it, okay. And it, he wanted her to sell her body for more on OnlyFans. Yeah. Because if you're a single woman, you can, you know, yeah. you're a little... Two men, you're more desirable and, you know, yeah, yeah, to yeah. gross people. But so... um. Yeah, she she revealed that she was stuck in an abusive marriage and that um, she posted like a bunch of like their interactions. And she actually took a call from him during this live stream where basically he was saying that he was demanding that she do a 24 hour live stream so that they could bring in a lot of money. And she was like, no, I'm tired. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. And on that call on live stream, he threatened to unalive the dogs. He threatened to transfer all of her money out of her account into his because he has control of all of her um, finances, uh, threatened to sell her uh, horse off to like 
be killed basically the glue factory uh, yeah um and she can be like she was she said at one point you just told me you were gonna kill my dogs if i didn't do a 24-hour stream he responded with no i didn't say that then she starts crying and said now you're just being a liar um and yeah it was really um not cool and bad wait and so all of this was live streamed mm-hmm. and he didn't know she was live uh mm -mm. this seems peculiar it was a little peculiar. Um, I'm peculed. Yeah. And then I did some digging, and apparently she brings in $1.5 million per month on OnlyFans alone. $1.5 million just on OnlyFans. Um, and then she posted, because a lot of people were basically, yep. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Change no, of plans. I, Next video idea. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm not OnlyFansing. Um, well, and then she, like, because people were like, you know, how can we help you? How bad is this really? Because we only got a, a little snippet of it on that live stream. Uh -huh. And so people were like asking for more information, how they could help and, you know, whatever. And so then she started posting um, texts between the two of them and it was disgusting. So basically the one that I saw, he called her according to the text. She said she didn't have Wi-Fi, so she couldn't pick up the phone. He said, I give you two minutes to call me back or I'm transferring thirty four thousand dollars out of your account and I'm giving it to. I tried to look up the name of what I saw in the text and it looked like a charity. And I'm pretty sure he was transferring the money when he was threatening her to charity so that they could write it off as tax at the end uh, of the year. So she's still losing the money, but then it's like a write off for yeah. him. Um, so because she didn't call him back in two minutes, he transferred the 34,000. So then he said, you have another two minutes to call me back or I'm transferring 250,000. Still didn't have Wi-Fi, couldn't call him back. So he transferred the 250,000. By the time they got to the end of this text exchange, he had transferred $750,000 out of her account and gave it either to like a corporation or a Why charity. Why doesn't she change her passwords? Because I don't... All she kept saying is he has total control over her finances. So I think when someone has control over the finances, like she can't go in and change it anymore. Like he has the passwords at this point. Go to the bank. You have to have that person's approval. You have to have that person's approval, Joy says. Yeah. I mean, but on Twitch you can change what, and OnlyFans you can change where the money goes to. Well, maybe she like doesn't have the logins for this stuff. Like she was saying he was basically controlling I, everything. I mean, I feel really bad. I'm just trying to come up with solutions because I'm a problem solver, not because yeah. I think that she's dumb or isn't doing the right thing. I'm literally just being like, what if we do this? Like right. this is me trying to help. Well, thankfully, she came forward a few days ago and said she got out of this relationship. She got control back of her finances. She's not speaking to this husband anymore, basically saying that uh, implying that she's filing t for divorce and you know yada 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 how did it how did she announce that she was it because of the live stream she announced that she was with him all i saw was that clip that where he picked up the phone because they were texting before the phone call happened where he was saying basically he was going to kill the dogs and whatever if she didn't agree to this 24-hour live stream so then she called him while streaming while live streaming i'm so confused yeah i'm and, confused and then, i'm glad she's not in it and it sucked that if she, like that she was but i'm very confused yeah it, it all happened very quickly um and caught a lot of people off guard but there are videos online like of that clip that you can go and watch and yeah i don't care that much yeah minded. well <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> so yeah can i have a positive moment yes you may um oh P.S. In shorter news, I just have to say it because it blew my mind. Do you remember Sophia, Grace, and yeah. Rosie? Yeah. She's pregnant. Sophia really? Grace. How old is she? She's 19, so she's an adult. Okay. Um, she didn't say who she's having the baby with. Um, I think she's trying to keep some things private. 
Um, yeah. So it, from what I gathered, I don't think like she's married or not that you have to be married to have a baby, but I don't think she's married or, or going to reveal who the father is. But yeah, she was eight years old when she performed the super bass yeah. with the pink tutus on yes. Ellen. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Um, and now she's 19 and having a baby. Well, time flies. I don't there, like this. I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Em. I can't take it back. It makes you feel very old. I'm so. Yeah. We are old. Oh, my God. Then we were one time. Right. <laughs> um, okay. And then another short news. Do you remember the pink sauce that we reported on? Yeah. From TikTok? Oh, I remember the pink sauce. You can't forget the pink sauce. So a TikToker who's a, who was a private chef, I think. Yeah. She developed some pink sauce and wouldn't reveal the ingredients list and then was shipping it out not properly. And people were saying it was rotten and it was like yeah. a whole thing. Well, someone signed her to their company. And so now they're going to be properly producing the pink sauce. Wow. And selling it. Yeah. So when can we get some? Um, they said in the fall. It's already the fall. It's almost winter. The fall of 2023? They just said the fall. <laughs> Sounds like we're still on the same track of what? Yeah. So they got she got picked up by the company called Dave's Gourmet, which like produces sauces. And uh, I think I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty popular. And they said that they're going to help her bring pink sauce to store shelves for regular people to buy. Well, I'm excited because I want you to actually try it and tell me what's up. Same, same. Oh, and then we get an actual ingredients list. Well, and they said they wanted to make it shelf stable. So I'm figuring that means no dairy in it. If it's shelf stable. No, you can have dairy in it. It's just like a dairy byproduct or pow uh, dairy powder or something. Well, I will try it and describe it to you in great detail. I'll also have Abby try it and there then you go. she'll tell us what's actually in it. There you go. All right. Last short news. Okay. A follow up. Remember how I said we're done talking about the Try Guys? Yes. Something Came more? Out this, more scandalous came out Don't this morning. Be excited about it. Sorry. <clears throat> Something more scandalous came out this morning. Dum dum dum. Dum dum dum. Okay. Um. So Ned and his wife were caught by like paparazzi or TMZ or you know someone um walking to their Tesla the other day and they were basically shouting at them, being like, "Are you guys trying to work it out?" You know, yeah, just yeah. just being being obnoxious. paparazzi annoying. Stop it. But in that video, you can see the license plate of Ned's Tesla, right? And okay. so some Reddit user decided to take his license plate, which he got into the car, so it's confirmed it's his. He got into the car yeah. and drove away, took his license plate number, uh, threw it into like Google or like some yeah. whatever, and basically found out there was a Nextdoor post. So Nextdoor is that app where yeah. neighborhoods and neighbors narc on each other, basically. Um, <laughs> but we also go, what was that loud bang? True. <laughs> and you sell things. <laughs> Yeah. And have you seen this cat or I found this dog? True, true. It's not that bad of an app. <laughs> Are you? I'm not defending it. Are you one of the people that narcs on next door? No, but I like to look at other people's drama. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay. Me too. It's so entertaining. So um, apparently back in May, someone on next door had taken a picture of his license plate in his car and posted it on the next door app and was like, it's 445 in the afternoon. There are kids walking home from <gasps> evening activities and there are clearly two people that are doing adult activities in the back of this car and it's disgusting and everyone knows what they're doing <gasps> it was it was ned and, and the girl ned and the producer Ew. Ew. so this relationship was going on a lot longer than everyone thought Ew. yes so it, like they're doing the nasty there's no pictures of them in the car but it's the picture of his license plate. it's allegedly that she was the one because why would you do that with your wife when your house is right around the corner and you have a bed and you have a bed so beds yes. are comfy all right you ready for your positive moment please but first let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today sponsor sponsor 
Positive moment. Yeah. Um, okay, so according to Good News Network, the first wild bison in 6,000 years... Are you my mother? <laughs> ...was born in the UK after a small herd was brought to the UK to um, live there, and they didn't know one of them was pregnant, and then it gave birth. And so now they're very excited. 6,000 years. Woohoo! That, that's it for that one. Anyway... <laughs> I just thought it was so cute. The that picture. was just a nod to my mom. Yeah, the picture of the little baby bison was adorable. Um, all right, baldness may be no more in the future. Congratulations, men. Of <laughs> course, you guys have solved your one flaw. <laughs> your only flaw. Your one physical. Your, no, what you, got a you lot consider your one physical what flaw. What you are insecure about. Yes. Um, so a team of scientists in Japan grew a fully mature hair follicle with long shafts. <laughs> Emily, <laughs> it's late. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> using a technique that involves creating skin organoids. Um, I don't know what any of this means. Basically, they grew a hair in a petri dish, and so and they've never been able to do this before because they couldn't figure out science. Um, and now they have, and so they Come on, science. <laughs> so figure now- out your science. <laughs> <laughs> little scientists did you go to science class i don't know what i'm saying it's late yep. i'm sorry so now shaft <laughs> so now in the near future you may be bald no more um this is also great for ladies i know that there's yeah. some white women who suffer from baldness as well yes so hmm. um all right a really cute moment went viral earlier this week after a 15 year old boy and his dad were snorkeling in the gulf of california off of the coast of mexico and a sea lion came swimming towards them so the dad decided to turn on his gopro just to see what happened and they both stayed really still because they mm-hmm. know like the rules of the ocean you're not supposed to interact with like the yeah. wildlife so they just stayed still and remained where they were well, the sea lion swam right up to the 15-year-old boy and was, like, sniffing him and checking him out and, like, swimming circles around him. And then literally, it was the cutest thing, wrapped his little sea arms, his sea lion arms around the boy and, like, embraced him in a hug. It was what strange but so cute. And so then the dad kind of, like, nodded at the boy. So then the boy wrapped his arms around the sea lion and they both just kind of started, like, swaying and dancing in the water together. And the whole thing was captured on video and it was the cutest thing. Meanwhile, he's, like, one to Chunk <laughs> yeah, what he's so close. Joyce, he's just one movement away from destroying him. Basically, the sea lion was like squaring up, trying to see if he could take him in one bite or not. We're dancing. Sounds like something Joy would do. Um, and then the the lion just the sea lion ended up just like swimming away after a while. But I mean, it was, he was really like trying cute. to mate with him. Kind of. That's what I when I saw when Something's I saw going on, the yeah. arms wrap around the boy. I was like, oh, he's gonna start yeah. gyrating. <laughs> but then he didn't. He just kind of stayed there. So we're taking it as a positive moment. Positive moment. <laughs> it was a yeah. wholesome moment. And Joy's like, he's going to get his neck ripped off. <laughs> she works with big dogs with issues. Continue. Yep. Um, all right. Four years ago, Congress passed a bipartisan legislation that required the FDA to allow the purchase of over-the-counter hearing aids. And, but since this was passed, so basically they said, you know, companies have to sell or should be allowed to sell hearing aids over the counter. Like you can walk into the store and purchase them. Well, since this was passed four years ago, nothing has happened. This has just been sitting there. And so Daddy Biden, who's not really Daddy Biden. I'm sorry I said that. um, Issued when she calls him Daddy Biden. (laughs) Issued an executive order that gave them 120 days to put this act into effect. 
Um, and so now this has lowered the cost of hearing aids, furthering the goal of expanding access to healthcare at a lower price. And The Hill reported that you can now find a range of prices at retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, Hy-Vee, I've never heard that one, and Walmart, and Best Buy will offer nearly 20 hearing devices online at 300 stores as low as $200. So that's awesome. Yeah, this is that's like a really big cool. yeah, yeah, leap. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool one, David Squillante, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, and Doran Smith were vacationing in Barcelona, Spain, <laughs> and they left their uh, hotel and were on the way to meet up with a tour group. When they saw a bunch of panicked women standing outside of a building and they kind of like paused for a moment because it was like across the street. They paused for a moment to just kind of watch to see what was happening. And then they saw smoke start coming out of the building. Yeah. And and they didn't speak. They didn't speak a lick of Spanish. So they couldn't understand what any of the women were saying, but they could tell they were panicked. Yeah. And so they were just like when they're being interviewed, they're like, we just knew we had to like do something. And so their gut reactions were to run into the building to see who needed help. They ended up in the middle of a nursery. <gasps> yeah. And they said that they were looking. She said, I found myself looking at 15 to 20 sleeping babies and immediately just kind of lined everyone up. And we started grabbing them and putting them into cribs. It was probably like 10 minutes, but it seemed like an instant. But it turned out to be OK. And they got all of the babies out safely. And then they just continued their honeymoon. Oh, oh, <laughs> wow. Right. Okay. So. That was neat. Right? Love that. Saved all the little babies. Yeah. Um, Why those other women didn't just go in and do that beyond me. But some people have fight and some people have flight. And yeah. Or avoid. Or and avoid. I'm glad there was, you know, some honeymooners with fight in them. Yeah. Sounds great. Um, last positive moment. Mm-hmm. Um, according to Good News Network, an 11-year-old boy named Isaac Winfield uses his own birthday money um, to launch a food bank service, which he runs out of his shed in his garden. And so he fills up bags of groceries that have been donated and he hands them out to the needy around his hometown. And he started doing this back in um, 2020. And then when the pandemic hit, his parents basically said, like, we can't yeah, you can't go. We, you we can't, can't go anywhere. Yeah, and so he got really upset. <laughs> and like, and my mom and dad won't let me help people. <laughs> Don't understand me. <laughs> no one gets me. Um, so he started a Facebook page so that he could get everything amped up and ready to go for when it was safe to go and pass stuff out. Yeah. Um, and basically, um, he said. I lost my spot a little bit. That's what he said. He said. Here we go. In a second. Here we go. Um, so he, his Facebook page is called Friends of Isaac Food Bank Facebook page. It's very 11-year-old boy. Yeah. Um, and he said, um, we always donated to food banks. And during the pandemic, we would take food parcels into schools, which would be given to people in need. Um, and then being, his mom said, being the resilient little lad he is. It's so English. Um, he said, it's all right. We'll give them food at my house. So because they couldn't go to the food bank anymore, he decided to use his birthday money to open a shed in his backyard, fill it with food, ask for donations on the Facebook page. And basically it's gone like mega viral in, That's his, awesome. in his area. And they provided like a ton of meals. That's to, amazing. To I people. love that. What a great positive moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good work. All right. Thanks. We have time. If you did questions or a game or whatever you want. I do have questions. Okay. Also, I forgot to mention, but I scrolled past it and I want to mention it. Martha Stewart posted a thirst trap. Martha Stewart posted a thirst trap. A thirst trap. You heard me. Martha Stewart posted a thirst trap. He didn't send it to me? Chicken dumpling recipe. 
<laughs> she was promoting um like some type of tea or juice or something but she was naked and <laughs> was, <laughs> was only, she was only wearing a kitchen apron <laughs> get it martha get, get it martha so just had to throw that in anyway. imagine saying that name nope we're not on rachel uncensored continue <laughs> martha <laughs> shh, shh. anyway all right <clears throat> wait joy come pick the question she just laughed she didn't even read the question <laughs> If you could be any type of animal, what would you be? Um, oh, a cat. Because they don't have to do anything. And there's people just feed them. And then I can be moody and no one will get mad at me. You'll be just like, you're a cat. Do you have a better answer? Ooh. Do, okay, speak into the microphone, M. I said, Joy, do you have a better answer? I'd either want to be a killer whale or a wild horse. Oh, no, I want to be a dolphin. There you go. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> I changed my answer. Imagine being able to swim. I swam. I want to be a bird so I can fly. I was also going to say yeah. that. But I want to be a cool bird. I can see you as a bird. Yeah? Yeah. What kind of bird? Mm, a really talkative one. She's like a pigeon. <laughs> a, st- a, Sally. a street pigeon. <laughs> um. All right. Pigeons aren't real. They're all robots. They're robots. Kate, I have a Charlie horse in my foot. No. Uh, Which foot? Which foot? That one, that one, that one. <laughs> What's the first thing you wash in the shower? <laughs> um, okay, so I get in the shower. <laughs> Am I washing my hair that day or no? Yeah. Okay. I'm washing my hair that day. So the first thing I do is I get in and I get my hair wet. Mm-hmm. And then I put shampoo in my hair. Ooh. And then I rinse it out and then I put conditioner in my hair. Scandalous. And then I get out the soap <laughs> and rub it in my armpits. <laughs> Tell me more. Hair and then armpits. <laughs> and then I put the soap on my legs and shave my legs. Oh, yeah. She shaves her legs every day. And then I wash the conditioner out of my hair and then use my face wash, then use my body wash like for my back, my back knee wash. <laughs> and then I get the soap back out and clean the private areas. Wow, my routine is so different. <laughs> Mine too. Really? What's your routine? Get in the shower. Yeah. Shampoo, conditioner, but I tie up my hair while the conditioner soaks. Then Well, I, I spiral mine and let it sit. Oh, nice. Then I scrub my body head to toe, um, and then I sugar scrub, and then I shave if it's a shavy day, and then I do face wash, and then I rinse out the conditioner and comb my hair, and then I wash my butt with, uh. like, <laughs> <laughs> like, my with butt. like, with acne wash. Cause oh, I just got Yeah, I just got that to wash my butt. Because I randomly have started getting, like, zits on my butt. This is, yeah. in my 30 years of living, I've never gotten a zit on my butt, and now I have a zit on my butt, I so. was going to say something, but we'll just talk about it later in life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I get in the shower. I put the shampoo in my hair. Have to let that sit for at least four to five minutes, because, you know, different type of hair. So then, while that sits, I uh, wash the upper half of my body, and then I wash my face and then I rinse all that off. And then I put my conditioner and that has to sit a lot longer. Okay. So that's when the whole shaving and the washing of the other half of my body comes in. So I've heard you have to wash out the conditioner and then do your acne stuff because you don't want the to let the shampoo or conditioner sit on your skin. Yes. So that's why I do my acne washes after. It's Abby in the kitchen. I'm when I, freaked out. When, when, I, when I'm done with my showers, I rinse the conditioner out. Yeah. I turn the water on super hot and I rinse out on my body for quite a while and I really make sure all that conditioner mm, gets good. off like my back and stuff. But all yeah, right. I know that one too. 
Yeah. Are you thinking about her black head? I was literally <laughs> just thinking about her black head. <laughs> I popped a black head on her last week and apparently went a little too hard and left a scar. So. <laughs> she had toys pissed. Um, that's going to be the end for today. <laughs> um, I love you guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on whatever cl- platform. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel where I have two podcasts. And I think soon, are we talking about this? Em, I'm having M. Are we? Can we start yeah, talking about let's this? Let's do it. Do it. M is launching her own podcast in January. I think February. In February. In um, Jan February. In uh, January slash February. Uh. She's launching her own podcast, but it will be um, on the YouTube of Rachel's podcast, uh, yeah. but it will have its own listening platforms. So anyway, uh, yeah. if, so make sure you subscribe there to see more podcasts and whatnot. <laughs> Do and, we say what it's about? Uh, it's about conspiracy theories. Yeah. It's not mine. It's hers. Yeah. Conspiracy theories, history, like, like creepy R- history stories. All, all fun stuff. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's it. I love you guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. That was in sync today. It was. We did good. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.